0: وَالَّذِينَ آتَيْنَاهُمُ الْكِتَابَ يَعْرِفُونَهُ كَمَا يَعْرِفُونَ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ وَإِنَّ فَرِيقًا مِّنْهُمْ لَيَكْتُمُونَ الْحَقَّ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ
1: Those to whom we have given the scripture, recognize the place towards which one must turn in prayer as fully as they recognize their own sons. This, even though a group of them knowingly conceals the truth. Those to whom we have given the Scripture recognize the place towards which one must turn in prayer, as fully as they recognize their own sons. To recognize something as fully as one recognizes one's sons is an Arabic idiom. It is used with regard to things which one knows without the least shadow of a doubt. The Jewish and Christian scholars were well aware that the Kaaba had been constructed by Abraham, peace be upon him, and that Jerusalem had been built by Solomon, peace be upon him, some thirteen hundred years after that, and that in the latter's time it was made the Qibla. This is an unquestionable historical fact, and they knew it to be so.
0: أَلْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّكَ فَلَا تَكُونَنَّ من الممترين.
1: This is a definite truth from your Lord. Be not then among the doubters.
0: ولكل وِجَهَةٌ هُوَ أَيْنَمَا تَكُونُوا يَأْتِ بِكُمُ اللَّهُ جَمِيعًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى كُلِّ
1: Everyone has a direction towards which He turns. So excel one another in good works. Allah will bring you all together wherever you might be, for nothing is beyond His power.
0: وَمِنْ حَيْثُ خَرَجْتَ فَوَلِّ وَجْهَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ وَإِنَّهُ لَلْحَقُ مِنْ رَبِّكَ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ
1: From wheresoever you might come forth, turn your face towards the holy mosque. For that indeed is the truth from your Lord and Allah is not heedless of what you do.
0: وَمِنْ حَيْثُ خَرَجْتَ فَوَلِّ وَجَهَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ وَحَيْثُ مَا كُنتُمْ فَوَلُّوا شَطْرَهُ لِأَلَّا يَكُونَ لِلنَّاسِ عَلَيْكُمْ حُجَّةٌ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْهُمْ فَلَا تَخْشَوْهُمْ وخشوني. فَلَا وَخْشَوْنِي عَلَيْكُمْ وَلَعَلَّكُمْ تَهْتَدُونَ
1: From wheresoever you come forth, turn your faces towards the Holy Mosque, and wheresoever you may be, turn your faces towards it in prayer, so that none may have an argument against you, unless they be those immersed in wrongdoing. Do not fear them, but fear only me, so that I may complete my favor upon you. Perhaps you will be guided to the right way, so that none may have an argument against you. Any lapse in this matter on the part of Muslims would give their opponents a weapon to use against them in their polemics. They would be able to hold Muslims up to ridicule on the grounds that they had violated what they themselves claimed to be from their Lord. So that I may complete my favor. The favor here refers to the position of world leadership and guidance, from which God later removed the children of Israel, and which was then conferred upon this ummah. The Muslims should follow the directives of God, if for no other reason than that ingratitude and disobedience might divest them of the honor that has been bestowed upon them.
0: كَمَا ارْسَلنا فيكم رَسولا منكم يَتلو عليكم آياتنا ويزكيكم ويزكيكم ويعلمكم الكتاب والحكمة ويعلمكم ما لم تكونوا تعلمون
1: Just as when we send among you a messenger of yourselves, who recites to you our signs, purifies your lives, instructs you in the book and in wisdom, and instructs you what you did not know. So remember me, and I shall remember you. Give thanks to me, and do not be ungrateful to me for my favors.
0: Ya amanu Inna
1: Believers, seek help in patience and in prayer. Allah is with those that are patient. And do not say of those who are killed in the way of Allah that they are dead. They are alive, even though you have no knowledge of their life. We shall certainly test you by afflicting you with fear hunger, loss of properties, and lives and fruits. Give glad tidings then to those who remain patient.
0: Al-lazina idha asabathum musibatun qaloo qaloo inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi
1: those who then any affliction smites them, they say, Verily, we belong to Allah, and it is to Him that we are destined to return. <laughs> upon them will be the blessings and mercy of their lord and it is they who are rightly guided
0: in safa wal marwah min sha'airillah <laughs> faman hajjal bayta awi'tamara fala junah alayhi an tawafa bihima وَمَنْ خَيْرًا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ شَاكِرٌ عَلِيمٌ Surely,
1: Aswafa and al-marwa are the symbols of Allah. Hence, whoever performs hajj, full pilgrimage, to the house of Allah, or makes umrah, minor pilgrimage, will find that it is no sin for him to ambulate between the two. And whoever does a good work voluntarily should know that Allah is appreciative, all-knowing, or makes Umrah. The pilgrimage to the Kaaba, along with a set of other rites on certain fixed dates of Zulhijjah, is known as Hajj. Pilgrimage at other times is known as Umrah.
0: ان الذين يكتمون ما انزلنا من البينات والهدى من بعد ما بينناه للناس في الكتاب اولئك يلعنهم الله ويلعنهم اللاعون
1: those who conceal anything of the clear teachings and true guidance which we have sent down even though we have made them clear in our book. Allah curses such people and so do all the cursers.
0: إِلَّا <laughs> الَّذِينَ تَابُوا وَأَصْلَحُوا
1: Except those who repent and make amends and openly declare what they had concealed. Such shall I pardon, for I am much relenting, most
0: compassionate. <laughs>
1: As for those who disbelieved and died disbelieving, surely the curse of Allah and of the angels and of all men is on them. As for those who disbelieved and died disbelieving, the original meaning of kufr is to conceal. This lent the word a nuance of denial, and it began to be used as an antonym of iman. Iman means to believe, to accept, and to recognize. Kufr, on the contrary, denotes refusal to believe, to deny, to reject. According to the Qur'an, there are several possible forms of disbelief. One is to refuse either to believe in the existence of God, not to acknowledge His sovereignty, not to recognize Him as the only Lord of the universe and of mankind and the only object of worship and adoration. The second form of disbelief is that a man might recognize the existence of God, but still refuse to accept his ordinances and directives as the only source of true guidance and as the true law for his life. The third form of disbelief is that although a man might recognize in principle that he ought to follow God's guidance, he refuses to believe in the prophets who were the means of communicating God's guidance to mankind. The fourth form of disbelief is to differentiate between one prophet and another, to accept some prophets and reject others because of parochialism and bigotry. The fifth form of disbelief is the refusal to recognize either totally or partially the teachings communicated on God's behalf by the prophets concerning beliefs, principles of morality, and laws to fashion human life. The sixth form of disbelief Is that a person might theoretically accept all that he should accept, but then willfully disobeys God's ordinances and persists in this disobedience, and considers disobedience rather than obedience to God to be the true principle of life. Thus shall they abide, and their chastisement shall not be lightened, nor shall they be given respite. Your God is one God. There is no God but He, the most merciful, the most compassionate.
0: إِنَّ فِي خَلْقِ S-SAMAWATI WAL ARDI NAHARI فِي الْبَحْرِ بِمَا TAJRI FIL BAHR BIMA YANFA'UN NASA WA فَأَحْيَا بِهِ الْأَرْضَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا وَبَثَّ فِيهَا مِن كُلِّ دَابَّةٍ وَالسَّحَابِ الْمُسَخَّرِ بَيْنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يعقلون.
1: To guide those who use their reason to this truth. There are many signs in the structure of the heavens and the earth, in the constant alternation of night and day, in the vessels which speed across the sea, carrying goods that are of profit to people, in the water which Allah sends down from the sky, and thereby quickens the earth after it was dead, and disperse over it All manner of animals and in the changing courses of the winds and the clouds pressed into service between heaven and earth. Yet, there are some who take others as equals to Allah and love them as Allah alone should be loved. But those who truly believe, they love Allah more than all else. If only the wrongdoers were to perceive now, as they will perceive when they will see the chastisement, that all power belongs to Allah alone and that Allah is severe in chastisement,
0: at
1: that moment, those who have been followed will disown their followers and they will see the chastisement and their resources will be cut asunder. Oh, if only we might return again, we would disown them as they have disowned us. Thus, Allah will show them their works in a manner causing them bitter regrets. Never will they come out of the fire. Ya <laughs> O people, eat of the lawful and pure things in the earth, and follow not in the footsteps of Satan. For surely, he is your open enemy.
0: إِنَّمَا يَأْمُرُكُمْ بِالسُوءِ
1: He only commands you to do evil and commit acts of indecency and to ascribe to Allah the things concerning which you have no knowledge, that He really is their source. They say, no, we shall follow what we found our forefathers adhering to. What? Even if their forefathers were devoid of understanding and right guidance? <laughs> Those who have refused to follow the way of Allah resemble cattle. When the shepherd calls them, they hear nothing except shouting and crying. They are deaf, dumb, and blind, and so they understand nothing.
0: يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُلُوا مِن طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوا لِلَّهِ وَاشْكُرُوا لِلَّهِ إِن كُنتُمْ إِيَّاهُ تَعْبُدُونَ
1: Believers, eat of the pure things wherewith we have provided you for sustenance, and give thanks to Allah if it is him that you serve
0: inna ma harrama alaykum <laughs> almaytata wa he has made
1: unlawful to you only carrion and blood and the flesh of swine and that over which there has been pronounced the name of anyone other than Allah. But he who is constrained to eat of them and he neither covets them nor exceeds the indispensable limit incurs no sin. Allah is all-forgiving all compassionate, all compassionate. This verse grants permission to use prohibited things on three conditions. First, that one must be in a state of extreme compulsion. For example, one is gravely ill or so hungry and thirsty that one's very life is in danger, and a prohibited thing is all that is available to save one's life. Second, the person who consumes a prohibited thing in such a dire state of compulsion should have no inclination to violate the law of God. Third, in consuming the prohibited thing, one should not exceed the limit of bare necessity. If a few bites or a few drops are enough to save one's life, one ought not to go beyond this absolute minimum.
0: ان الذين يكتمون ما انزل الله من الكتاب ويشترون به ثمنا قليلا اولئك أُولَٰئِكَ مَا يَأْكُلُونَ فِي بُطُونِهِمْ إِلَّا النَّارَ وَلَا يُكَلِّمُهُمُ اللَّهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَلَا يُزَكِّيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ
1: Those who conceal anything of the book revealed by Allah and sell it away for a trifling gain are merely filling their bellies with fire. Allah will neither address them on the day of resurrection, nor shall He pronounce them pure. A painful chastisement lies in store for
0: them. <laughs> They
1: are the ones who brought error in exchange for true guidance and chastisement in exchange for forgiveness. How patient they are in enduring the fire. <laughs> This is so because Allah revealed the book with the truth. But those who disagreed concerning the book veered far away from the
0: truth. <laughs> ولكن البر من آمن بالله واليوم الآخر والملائكة والكتاب are المال على حبه. وَآتَ الْمَالَ عَلَىٰ حُبِّهِ ذَوِ الْقُرْبَىٰ وَالْيَتَامَىٰ والمساكين وَبْنَ وَابْنَ السَّبِيلِ وَالسَّائِلِينَ وَفِي الرِّقَابِ who is الصَّلَاةَ one الزَّكَاةَ وَالْمُوفُونَ بِعَهْدِهِمْ إِذَا عَاهَدُوا وَالصَّابِرِينَ فِي الْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَاءِ وَحِينَ الْبَأْسِ أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُتَّقُونَ
1: Righteousness does not consist in turning your faces towards the east or towards the west. True righteousness consists in believing in Allah and the Last Day, the Angels, the Book, and the Prophets and in giving away one's property in love of Him, to one's kinsmen, the orphans, the poor, and the wayfarer, and to those who ask for help, and in freeing the necks of slaves, and in establishing prayer and dispensing the zakah. True righteousness is attained by those who are faithful to their promise, once they have made it, and by those who remain steadfast in adversity and affliction, and at the time of battle between truth and falsehood, such are the truthful ones, such are the God-fearing. <laughs>
0: فمن عفية له من أخيه شيئاً فاتبع بالمعروف وأداء إليه بإحسان ذلك تخفيف من ربكم ورحمة فمن اعتدى بعد ذلك فله عذاب أليم.
1: Retribution is prescribed for you in cases of killing. If a free man is guilty, then the free man. If a slave is guilty, then the slave. If a female is guilty, then the female. But if something of a murderer's guilt is remitted by his brother, this should be adhered to in fairness, and payment be made in a goodly manner. This is an alleviation and a mercy from your Lord, and for him who commits excess... After that, there is a painful chastisement, and payment be made in a goodly manner. This verse also makes it clear that according to the Islamic penal law, the question of homicide can be settled by the mutual consent of the two parties. It is the prerogative of the heirs of the victim to forgive the murderer. If they want to exercise this prerogative, not even a judge has the authority to insist on carrying out the death sentence. In such a case, however, as the verse mentions, the murderer will be required to pay blood money. And for him who commits excess, Excess might consist of the attempt on the part of the heirs of the murdered person after they have settled the matter and received blood money to take revenge for the blood of the victim. It will also be excess, and in this case it will be on the part of the murderer if he tries to delay the payment of blood money to the heirs of the victim. They would thus be repaying the heirs of the victim with ingratitude for their kindness and goodwill. People of understanding, there is life for you in retribution that you may guard yourselves against violating the law.
0: كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذَا حَضَرَ أَحَدَكُمُ الْمَوْتُ إِن
1: It is decreed that when death approaches, those of you who leave behind property shall bequeath equitably to parents and kinsmen. This is an obligation on the God-fearing. Those of you who leave behind property shall bequeath equitably to parents and kinsmen. This injunction relates to a period when no rules had yet been laid down for the distribution of inheritance. Thus everyone was required to make testamentary disposal of their property, so as to ensure that no disputes arose in the family and no legitimate claimant to inheritance was deprived of his due share. Later on, when God revealed a set of laws regarding the distribution of inheritance, the Prophet, peace be upon him, further elucidated the laws relating to inheritance and testamentary disposition by expounding three rules. First, that no person can make any will regarding his estate in favor of any of his legal heirs. The portions of the legal heirs were laid down in the Qur'an, and it was not permitted either to increase or decrease them. Second, the testamentary disposition might be made only to the extent of one-third of the estate, but no more. Third, neither a Muslim nor a non-Muslim could be each other's legal
0: heirs.
1: Then if anyone alters the will after hearing it, this sin shall be upon them who alter. Surely Allah is all-hearing, (laughs) all-knowing.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: he who suspects that the testator has committed an error or injustice and then brings about a settlement among the parties concerned incurs no sin. Surely, Allah is much forgiving, most compassionate. <laughs>
0: amanu, Believers,
1: fasting is enjoined upon you as it was enjoined upon those before you that you become God-fearing.
0: اياما معددات فمن كان منكم مريضا او على سفر فعده من ايام اخره وعلى الذين يطيقونه فديه طعام مسكين فمن تطوع خيرا فهو خير له وَأَن <laughs> خَيْرٌ
1: Fasting is for a fixed number of days. And if one of you be sick, or if one of you be on a journey, you will fast the same number of other days later on. For those who are capable of fasting, but still do not fast, there is a redemption, feeding a needy man for each day missed. Whoever voluntarily does more good than is required will find it better for him. And that you should fast is better for you if you only know. And that you should fast is better for you if you only know. Like most other injunctions of Islam, those relating to fasting were revealed gradually. In the beginning, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had instructed the Muslims to fast three days in every month, though this was not obligatory. When the injunction in the present verse was later revealed in 2 after Hijri, a degree of relaxation was introduced. It was stipulated that those who did not fast despite their capacity to endure fasting were obliged to feed one poor person as an expiation for each day of obligatory fasting missed. See verse 184. Another injunction was revealed later.
0: فِيهِ الْقُرْآنُ هُدًى لِّلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَىٰ وَالْفُرْقَانِ فَمَن شَهِدَ مِنكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَلْيَصُمْ وَمَن كَانَ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَىٰ سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِّنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرَ يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ بِكُمُ الْيُسْرَ وَلَا يُرِيدُ بِكُمُ الْعُسْرَ وَلِتُكْمِلُوا الْعِدَّةَ وَلِتُكَبِّرُ اللَّهُ وَلِتُكَبِّرُ اللَّهَ عَلَى مَا هَدَاكُمْ تشكرون.
1: During the month of Ramadan, The Qur'an was sent down as a guidance to the people with clear signs of true guidance and as the criterion between right and wrong. So those of you who live to see that month should fast it and whoever is sick or on a journey should fast the same number of other days instead. Allah wants ease and not hardship for you so that you may complete the number of days required. Magnify Allah for what He has guided you to, and give thanks to Him.
0: وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ
1: O Muhammad, peace be upon him, when my servants ask you about me, tell them I am quite near. I hear and answer the call of the caller whenever he calls me. Let them listen to my call and believe in me, perhaps they will be guided aright.
0: هُنَّ لِبَاسٌ لَّكُمْ وَأَنتُمْ لِبَاسٌ لَّهُنَّ عَلِمَ اللَّهُ أَنَّكُمْ كُنتُمْ تَخْتَانُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ فَتَابَ عَلَيْكُمْ وَعَفَا عَنكُمْ فَالْآنَ بَاشِرُوهُنَّ وَابْتَغُوا مَا كَتَبَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ وَكُلُوا وَاشْرَبُوا حَتَّى يَتَبَيَّنَ لَكُمُ الْخَيْطُ الْأَبْيَضُ مِنَ الْخَيْطِ الْأَسْوَدِ مِنَ الْفَجْرِ ثُمَّ أَتِمُوا الصِّيَامَ إِلَى اللَّيِّلِ وَلَا تُبَاشِرُوهُمَّ وَأَنْتُمْ عَاكِفُونَ فِي الْمَسَاجِدِ تِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ فَلَا تَقَرَبُوهَا كَذَلِكَ يُبَيِّنُ اللَّهُ آيَاتِهِ لِلنَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَّقُونَ
1: It has been made lawful for you to go into your wives during the night of the fast. They are your garment and you are theirs. Allah knows that you used to betray yourselves and He mercifully relented and pardoned you. So you may now associate intimately with your wives and benefit from the enjoyment Allah has made lawful for you and eat and drink at night until you can discern the white streak of dawn against the blackness of the night. Then, Give up all that and complete your fasting until night sets in. But do not associate intimately with your wives during the period when you are on a retreat in the mosques. These are the bounds set by Allah. Do not then even draw near them. Thus does Allah make His signs clear to mankind that they may stay away from evil. nor proffer your possessions to the authorities, so that you may sinfully and knowingly usurp a portion of another's possessions. So that you may sinfully and knowingly usurp a portion of another's possessions. One meaning of this verse is that people should not try to seek illegitimate benefits by bribing magistrates. Another meaning is that when a person is aware that the property to which he lays a claim rightfully belongs to someone else, he should not file a judicial petition simply because the other party lacks the evidence to support their case or because, by trickery and cunning, the petitioner can usurp that property. It is possible that the judicial authority would decide the case in favor of the false claimant on the basis of the formal strength of the claim. But as this judicial verdict would merely be the result of the chicanery to which the claimant had resorted, he would not be
0: its rightful owner. وَلَيْسَ الْبِرُّ بِأَنْ تَأْتُوا الْبُيُوتَ مِنْ ذُهُورِهَا وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرَّ مَنِ اتَّقَى وَأْتُوا الْبُيُوتَ مِنْ أَبْوَابِهَا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ
1: People question you concerning the phases of the moon. Say, there are signs to determine time for the sake of people. And for the pilgrimage, also tell them true righteousness is not that you enter your houses from the back. Righteousness lies in fearing Allah. So enter your houses by their doors and fear Allah that you might attain true success. And fear Allah that you might attain true success. One superstitious custom of the Arabs was that once they entered the state of consecration for pilgrimage, they did not enter their houses by the door. Instead, they either leapt over the walls from the rear, or climbed through windows which they had especially erected for that purpose. On returning from journeys, too, they entered their houses from the rear. In this verse, this superstitious custom is denounced, as are other superstitious customs, It is emphatically pointed out that the essence of moral excellence consists of fearing God and abstaining from disobeying His commands. Fight in the way of Allah against those who fight against you but do not transgress For Allah does not love transgressors.
0: وَقْتُلُوهُمْ حَيْثُ ثَقِفْتُمُوهُمْ وَأَخْرِجُوهُمْ مِّنْ حَيْثُ أَخْرَجُوكُمْ وَالْفِتْنَةُ أَشَدُ مِنَ الْقَتْلِ وَلَا تُقَاتِلُوهُمْ عِنْدَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ حَتَّى يُقَاتِلُوكُمْ فِيهِ فَإِن قَاتَلُوْكُمْ فَقْتُلُوهُمْ كَذَلِكَ جَزَاءُ الْكَافِرِينَ Kill
1: them whenever you confront them and drive them out from where they drove you out. For though killing is sinful, wrongful persecution is even worse than killing. Do not fight against them near the holy mosque unless they fight against you. But if they fight against you, kill them, for that is the reward of such unbelievers. Wrongful persecution is even worse than killing. Here the word fitna is used in the sense of persecution. It refers to a situation whereby either a person or a group is subjected to a harassment and intimidation for having accepted what is right and rejected what is wrong.
0: فإن فإن
1: then, if they desist, know well that Allah is ever-forgiving, most
0: compassionate.
1: Keep on fighting against them until mischief ends and the way prescribed by Allah prevails. But if they desist, then know that hostility is directed only against the wrongdoers.
0: فَمَنِ اَعْتَدَىٰ عَلَيْكُمْ فَاعْتَدُوا عَلَيْهِ بِمِثْلِ عَلَيْكُمْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَاعْلَمُوا
1: The sacred month for the sacred month. Sanctities should be respected alike by all concerned. Thus, if someone has attacked you, attack him just as he attacked you and fear Allah, and remain conscious that Allah is with those who guard against violating the bounds set by Him. sanctity should be respected alike by all concerned. From the time of Abraham, peace be upon him, three months, Zul-Qadah, zul and Muharram were consecrated for Hajj, and the month of Rajab was consecrated for Umrah. For the duration of these four months, warfare, killing, and pillage were prohibited so that people could perform pilgrimage and return home safely. For this reason, these months were called the sacred
0: months. In Allah yuhibul Spend
1: in the way of Allah and do not cast yourselves into destruction with your own hands. Do good, for Allah loves those who do good.
0: ولا تحلقوا رؤوسكم حتى يبلغ الهدى محله فمن كان منكم مريضاً او به اذم من راسه ففدية من صيام او صدقة او نسك فَإِذَا أَمِنْتُمْ فَمَن تَمَتَّعَ بِالْعُمْرَةِ إِلَى الْحَجِّ فَمَسْتَيْسَرَ مِنَ الْهَدْيِ فَمَن لَّمْ يَجِدْ فَصِيَامُ ثَلَاثَةِ أَيَّامٍ فِي الْحَجِّ وَسَبْعَةَ إِذَا رَجَعْتُمْ تِلْكَ عَشَرَةٌ كَامِلَةٌ لم
1: complete Hajj and Umrah for Allah. And if you are prevented from doing so, then make the offering which is available to you and do not shave your heads until the offering reaches its appointed place. If any of you should have to shave your head before that because of illness or injury to the head, then you should make the redemption by fasting or almsgiving or ritual sacrifice. And when you are secure, then he who avails of Umrah before the time of Hajj shall give the offering he can afford. And, if he cannot afford the offering, he shall fast for three days during Hajj and for seven days after he returns home, that is, ten days in all. This privilege is for those whose families do not live near the Holy Mosque. Guard against violating these ordinances of Allah and be mindful that Allah is severe in chastisement. Complete Hajj and Umrah for Allah and if you are prevented from doing so then make the offering which is available to you if any obstruction prevents a person from proceeding with the pilgrimage and he is forced to stay behind he should make a sacrificial offering to God of whatever is available for example either a camel a cow a goat or a sheep
0: الحج اشهر معلومات فمن فرض فيهن الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلمه الله وتزودوا فان خير الزاد التقوى
1: the months of Hajj are well known. Whoever intends to perform pilgrimage in these months shall abstain from sensual indulgence, wicked conduct, and quarreling. And whatever good you do, Allah knows it. Take your provisions for the pilgrimage, but in truth, the best provision is piety. Men of understanding, beware of
0: disobeying Me. لَيْسَ
1: it is no offense for you to seek the bounty of your Lord during pilgrimage. When you hasten back from Arafat, then remember Allah at Al-Mash'ar Al-Haram, i.e. Al-Muzdalfa. And remember him in the manner he has directed you. For before this you were surely in error. It is no offense for you to seek the bounty of your Lord during pilgrimage. Seeking the bounty of your Lord means earning one's livelihood during the pilgrimage. Then, press on even as others press on, and implore Allah's forgiveness. Allah is most forgiving, most merciful, and implore Allah's forgiveness. Since the time of Abraham, peace be upon him, and Ishmael, peace be upon him, the recognized practice of the Arabs with regard to Hajj was that on the 9th of Dhul-Hijjah they went from Minah to Arafat, returning on the morning of the 10th to stay at muzdalfa Later, as the priestly monopoly of the Quraysh became well established, they claimed that it was below their dignity to go to Arafat with the ordinary people of Arabia. As a mark of what they called their distinction, they only went to Muzdalfa without going to Arafat and returned from there, leaving it to the commoners to go to Arafat. It is this idol of pride and vainglory which has been shattered to pieces by the present verse. <laughs> And when you have performed your rites, remember Allah as you remember your fathers, or remember Him even more. There are some among those that remember Allah who say, Our Lord. Grant us what is good in this world. Such shall have no share in the hereafter. There are others who say, Our Lord, grant us what is good in this world and what is good in the world to come and protect us from the chastisement of the fire. (laughs) They shall have a portion from what they earned. Allah is quick in reckoning.
0: وَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ فِي أَيَّامٍ مَعْدُودَاتٍ فَمَنْ تَعَجَّلَ فِي يَوْمَيْنِ فَلَا إِثْمَ عَلَيْهِ وَمَنْ تَأَخَّرَ فَلَا إِثْمَ عَلَيْهِ لمن اتقى واتقوا الله واعلموا انكم إليه تحشرون
1: And remember Allah through appointed days. It is no sin for him who hastens off and returns in two days. And it is no sin for him who delays the return, provided he has spent the days in piety. Beware of disobeying Allah, and know well that to Him you all shall be mustered. And it is no sin for him who delays the return. It was perfectly all right whether a person returned on the 12th or on the 13th of Zulhijjah from Mina to Mecca, as long as it is during the days of Tashriq.
0: وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يُعْجِبُكَ قَوْلُهُ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيُشْهِدُ اللَّهَ عَلَى مَا فِي قَلْبِهِ وَهُوَ أَلَدُّ الْخِصَامِ
1: Among people, there is a kind whose sayings on the affairs of the world fascinate you. He calls Allah again and again to bear testimony to His sincerity. Yet, he is most fierce in enmity.
0: Whenever
1: he attains authority, he goes about the earth spreading mischief and laying to waste crops and human life, even though Allah Whose testimony he invokes does not love mischief. Whenever he attains authority, the words can also be translated as to make the verse mean that once the sweet and apparently genuine protestations of such people are over, they engage in arrogant and destructive action. <laughs> Whenever he is told, fear Allah, his vainglory seizes him in his sin. So hell shall suffice for him. What a wretched resting place. On the other hand, among men, there is a kind who dedicates his life seeking to please Allah. Allah is immensely kind to such devoted servants.
0: يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا دَخُلُوا فِي السِّلْمِ كَافَّةً وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا خُطْوَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ
1: Believers, enter wholly into Islam and do not follow in the footsteps of Satan. For he is your open enemy. Believers, enter wholly into Islam. God demands that man should submit, without reservation, his whole being to his will. For God does not accept the splitting up of human life into separate compartments, some governed by the teachings of Islam and others exempt from them.
0: فاعلموا, فاعلموا
1: and if you stumble in spite of the clear instructions which have come to you, then know well that Allah is most mighty, most wise.
0: هل ينظرون إلا أي يأتيهم الله في ظل من الغمام والملائكة وقضي الأمر وإلى الله ترجع الأمور.
1: Are those people who are not following their right path in spite of admonition and instruction waiting for Allah to come to them in canopies of clouds with a retinue of angels and settle the matter finally? To Allah shall all matters ultimately be referred.
0: Salbani <laughs> ask
1: the children of Israel how many clear signs we gave them and when a people tamper with Allah's bounty after it has been bestowed on them then indeed Allah is severe in punishment.
0: زَيِّنَ للذين كفروا الحياة الدنيا ويسخرون من الذين آمنوا والذين اتقوا فوقهم يوم القيامة والله يرزق من يشاء
1: Worldly life has been made attractive to those who have denied the truth. Such men deride the men of faith, but the pious shall rank higher than them on the day of resurrection. As for worldly livelihood, Allah grants it to whomsoever He wills without measure.
0: كان الناس أمّة واحدة، فبعث الله نبيين مبشرين ومنذرين. in the
1: beginning, mankind followed one single way. Later on this state ended and differences arose. Then Allah sent forth prophets as heralds of good tidings for the righteous and as warners against the consequences of evil doing. He sent down with them the book, embodying the truth so that it might judge among people in their disputes. And those who innovated divergent ways rather than follow the truth were none other than those who had received the knowledge of the truth and clear guidance. And they did so to commit excesses against each other. So by His leave, Allah directed the believers to the right way in matters on which they disagreed. Allah guides whomsoever He wills onto a straight way. <laughs>
0: مَسَّتْهُمُ الْبَأْسَاءُ وَالضَّرَّاءُ وَزُلْزِلُوا حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ أَلَا إِنَّ نَصْرَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ
1: Do you suppose that you will enter paradise untouched by the suffering endured by the people of faith who passed away before you? They were afflicted by misery and hardship and were so convulsed that the messenger and the believers with him cried out, When will Allah's help arrive? They were assured, Behold, Allah's help is close by. Do you suppose... That you will enter paradise untouched by the suffering endured by the people of faith who passed away before you? The point emphasized here is that whenever the prophets came into the world and they and their followers were confronted with severe resistance from those in rebellion against God, at grave risk to themselves, they strove to establish the hegemony of the true faith over the false ways of life. The profession of faith has always demanded that one should strive to establish the true religion, which one had adopted as one's faith, as a living reality, and that one should spare no effort in undermining the power of the
0: devil who seeks to resist it. Yas'aluun ka maa da yunfikoon. Pul maa anfakutum min khayrin feril wal akarabeena wal yatama wal masakini wabnisabeel. Wa maa taf'alu min khayrin fa inna Allah habihi alim.
1: People ask you, what they should spend. Say, whatever wealth you spend, let it be for your parents and kinsmen, the orphans, the needy, and the wayfarer. Allah is aware of whatever good you do.
0: عَلَيْكُمُ <laughs> الْقِتَالُ وَعَسَىٰ أَن
1: Fighting is ordained upon you and it is disliked by you. It may well be that you dislike a thing even though it is good for you. And it may well be that you like a thing even though it is bad for you. Allah knows, and you do not
0: know. People ask
1: you about fighting in the holy month. Say, fighting in it is an awesome sin, but barring people from the way of Allah, disbelieving in Him and denying entry into the holy mosque and expelling its inmates from it are more awesome acts in the sight of Allah, and persecution is even more heinous than killing. They will not cease fighting against you till they turn you from your religion if they can. So remember well that whoever from amongst you turns away from his religion and dies in the state of unbelief, their work will go to waste in this world and in the next. They are destined for the fire, and it is there that they will abide. And persecution is even more heinous than killing. This relates to a certain incident. In Rajab 2 after Hijri, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent an expedition of eight persons to Nakhla, which lies between Mecca and Taif. He directed them to follow the movements of the Quraysh, and gather information about their plans, but not to engage in fighting. In the course of this journey, they came across a trade caravan belonging to the Quraysh, and ambushed it. They killed one person, and captured the rest along with their belongings, and took them to Medina. They did this at a time when the month of Rajab was approaching its end, and Shaban was about to begin. It was therefore doubtful whether the attack was actually carried out in one of the sacred months, that is, Rajab, or not. But the Quraysh and the Jews, who were secretly in league with them, as well as the hypocrites, played up this affair and used it as a weapon in their propaganda campaign against the Muslims. They pointed out that the contradiction between the claims of the Muslims to follow true faith on the one hand, and their not hesitating to shed blood in a sacred month on the other. This verse is addressed to these
0: objections. <laughs>
1: On the contrary, those who believed and forsook their hearth and home and strove in the way of Allah, such may rightly hope for the mercy of Allah. For Allah is all-forgiving, all-merciful, and strove in the way of Allah. Jihad denotes exerting one's utmost to achieve something. It is not an equivalent of war, for which the Arabic word is qital. Jihad has a wider connotation and embraces every kind of striving in God's cause. <laughs> They ask you about wine and games of chance. Say, in both these there is great evil, even though there is some benefit for people, but their evil is greater than their benefit. They ask, what should we spend in the way of Allah? Say, whatever you can spare. In this way, Allah clearly expounds His injunctions to you that you may reflect upon them. But their evil is greater than their benefit. This is the first injunction concerning intoxicating drinks and gambling, and here the matter has been left merely at the expression of disapproval. The injunction commanding not to perform prayer when one is in a state of intoxication came later, and ultimately alcohol, gambling, and the like were categorically prohibited. Whatever you can spare... What is being asked is how much of one's resources should be spent in charity so that Allah be pleased. The answer provided is that one should fulfill one's needs and whatever is beyond one's needs should be spent in the way of Allah. Such spending to earn God's grace is voluntary rather than mandatory.
0: وَإِن تُخَالِطُوهُمْ فَإِخْوَانُكُمْ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ الْمُفْسِدَ مِنَ الْمُصْلِحِ وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَأَعْنَتَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزِيزٌ حَكِيمٌ
1: Both in regard to this world and the next. They question you concerning orphans, Say, to deal with them in the way which is to their good, that is best. And if you intermix your expenses and living with them, there is no harm, for they are your brothers. Allah knows the mischievous from the righteous, and had Allah willed, He would indeed have imposed on you exacting conditions. But He is all-powerful, most wise.
0: ولا تنكحوا المشركات حتى يؤمن ولأمة مؤمنة خير من مشركته ولو أعجبتكم ولا تنكحوا المشركين حتى يؤمنوا ولعبد مؤمن خير من مشرك ولو أعجبكم Ulaa ika yad'uuna ila nar. Wallahu yad'uu ila al-jannati wal-maghfira ti bi'idhni. Wayubayinu ayatihi lin nasi lallahum yatadakkarun.
1: Marry not the women who associate others with Allah in His divinity until they believe. For a believing slave girl is better than a free, respectable woman who associates others with Allah in His divinity, even though she might please you. Likewise, do not give your women in marriage to men who associate others with Allah in His divinity until they believe. For a believing slave is better than a free, respectable man who associate others with Allah in His divinity. Even though he might please you, such people call you towards the fire, and Allah calls you by his leave towards paradise and forgiveness. And he makes his injunctions clear to people so that they may take heed.
0: قُلْ هُوَ أَلَمْ فَأَعْتَزِلُ النِّسَاءَ فِي الْمَحِيضِ وَلَا تَقْرَبُوهُنَّ حَتَّى يَطْهُرْنَ فَإِذَا تطهرنا فَأْتُوهُنَّ مِنْ حَيْثُ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ الْتَوَّابِينَ وَيُحِبُّ الْمُتَطَهِرِينَ
1: They ask you about menstruation. Say, it is a state of impurity. So keep away from women in the state of menstruation and do not approach them until they are cleansed. And when they are cleansed, then come to them, as Allah has commanded you. Truly, Allah loves those who abstain from evil and keep themselves pure. So keep away from women in the state of menstruation, and do not approach them. During this period, people are only required to abstain from sexual intercourse. No change is postulated in other relationships.
0: Nisa'u kum harthul lakum fa'tu harthakum anna shi'tum waqaddimu li anfusikum. Wattaku Allah wa'alamu anna kum mu'mineen. Your
1: wives are your tilth. Go then into your tilth as you wish, but take heed of your ultimate future and avoid incurring the wrath of Allah. Know well that one day you shall face Him, announce good tidings to the believers, and avoid incurring the wrath of Allah. These words admit of two meanings. First, that one should try to maintain the continuity of the human race so that one departs from this world there should be others to replace in performing one's tasks. Second, that one should be concerned with the quality of the coming generation. For instance, how far it is endowed with religious devotion, moral excellence, and humanity. <laughs> Do not swear by Allah in your oaths if they are intended to hinder you from virtue, piety, and promoting the good of mankind. Surely, Allah is all-hearing, all-knowing.
0: Allah
1: will not take you to task for the oaths you utter in vain, but will certainly take you to task for the oaths you utter in earnest. Allah is all-forgiving, all-forbearing.
0: لِلَّذِينَ <laughs> فَإِن
1: For those who vow abstinence from their wives, there is a respite of four months. Then if they go back on their vow, they will find that Allah is all-forgiving, all-compassionate. There is a respite of four months. In the legal terminology of Islam, this is known as Ilah. It is obvious that harmony and cordiality do not always prevail in matrimonial life. There are occasions when strains and tensions develop, leading to discord and estrangement. But the law of God does not approve of that discord which causes a husband and wife who are legally tied to one another in matrimony to remain for long alienated from one another for all practical purposes if they had ceased to be spouses. For this kind of abnormal discord and estrangement, God has fixed a limit of four months during which the spouses are required either to settle their differences or to break the tie of wedlock so that each becomes free to contract marriage with someone with whom a harmonious matrimonial relationship appears more likely. And if they resolve on divorce... Surely, Allah is all hearing, all knowing. And, if they resolve on divorce, surely, Allah is all hearing, all knowing. That is, if a man has abandoned his wife on unreasonable grounds, he should not feel secure from the wrath of God, for God is not unaware of the excesses that he may have committed. Divorced women shall keep themselves in waiting for three menstrual courses and it is unlawful for them if they believe in Allah and the last day to hide whatever Allah might have created in their wombs. Should their husbands desire reconciliation during this time, they are entitled to take them back into wedlock. Women have the same rights against their men as men have against them, but men have a degree above them. Allah is all-powerful, all-wise. Should their husbands desire reconciliation during this time, they are entitled to take them back into wedlock. This injunction only relates to a situation where the husband has pronounced divorce once or twice. In that case, the husband retains the right to revoke the divorce before the expiry of Iddah, waiting
0: period. A lot of people are not بإِحْسَان وَلَا the لَكُمْ أَن are not آتَيْتُمُهَُّ شَيْئًا the الا ان يخافا الا يقيما حدود الله فان خفتم الا يقيما حدود الله فلا جناح عليهما فيما افتدت به <laughs>
1: Divorce can be pronounced twice. Then either honorable retention or kindly release should follow. While dissolving the marriage tie, it is unlawful for you to take back anything of what you have given to your wives, unless both fear that they may not be able to keep within the bounds set by Allah. Then, if they fear that they might not be able to keep within the bounds set by Allah, there is no blame upon them for what the wife might give away of her property to become released from the marriage tie. These are the bounds set by Allah. Do not transgress them. Those of you who transgress the bounds set by Allah are indeed the wrongdoers. Divorce can be pronounced twice. Then either honorable retention or kindly release should follow. According to this verse, a man may pronounce revocable divorce upon his wife not more than twice. Should he pronounce divorce for the third time after revoking it twice, the wife will be permanently alienated from him. For what the wife might give away of her property to become released from the marriage tie. In the terminology of Islamic law, this is known as khul, i.e. a woman securing the annulment of her marriage through the payment of some compensation to her husband. In case of kul, it is permissible for the husband to reclaim the whole or part as agreed upon of what he had given to his wife. But in case of divorce by the husband, he has no right to reclaim any part of what he had gifted to the wife. <laughs>
0: فإن طلقها فلا جناح عليهما إن يراجعا أيضا فإن أن يقيم حدود الله وتلك حدود الله يبينها لقوم يعلمون
1: Then, if he divorces her for the third time after having pronounced the divorce twice, she shall not be lawful to him unless she first takes another man for a husband and he divorces her. There is no blame upon them if both of them return to one another thereafter, provided they think that they will be able to keep within the bounds set by Allah. These are the bounds of Allah which he makes clear to a people who have knowledge of the consequences of violating those bounds. She shall not be lawful to him unless she first takes another man for a husband and he divorces her. What it means is that the second husband divorces her voluntarily if and when he likes. This provides no room for the sham marriage and divorce that are arranged just to make it permissible for the first husband to remarry his divorced wife.
0: وَإِذَا طَلَّقْتُمُ النِّسَاءَ فَبَلَغْنَ أَجَلَهُنَّ فَأَمْسِكُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ سَرِّحُوهُنَّ بِمَعْرُوفٍ وَلَا تُمْسِكُوهُنَّ ضِرَارًا لتعتدوا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٌ
1: And so, when you divorce women and they reach the end of their waiting term, then either retain them in a fair manner or let them go in a fair manner. And do not retain them to their hurt or by way of transgression. Whosoever will do that will indeed wrong himself. Do not take the signs of Allah in jest and remember Allah's favor upon you. He exhorts you to revere the book and the wisdom that He has sent down upon you. Fear Allah and know well that Allah has full knowledge of everything.
0: واذا طلقتم النساء فبلغن اجلهن فلا تعضلوهن ان ينكحن ازواجهن اذا تراضوا بينهم بالمعروف ذَلِكَ يُوْعَظُ بِهِ مَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ ذَلِكُمْ أَزْكَى لَكُمْ وَأَطْهَرُ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ
1: When you divorce women and they have completed their waiting term, do not hinder them from marrying other men if they have agreed to this in a fair manner. That is an admonition to everyone of you who believes in Allah and the last day. That is a cleaner and purer way for you, for Allah knows whereas you do not
0: know. وعلى المولود له رزقهن وكسوتهن بالمعروف لا تكلف نفس إلا وسعها لا who are بولدها ولا مولود are بولده وعلى الوارث مثل ذلك. فإن أراد فصالا عن ترض منهما وتشاورا فلا جناح عليهما وإن أردتم أن تسترضعوا أولادكم فلا جناح عليكم إذا سلمتم ما آتيتم بالمعروف do
1: If they, i.e. the fathers, wish that the period of suckling for their children be completed, mothers may suckle their children for two whole years. In such a case, it is incumbent upon him who has begotten the child to provide them i.e. divorced women, their sustenance and clothing in a fair manner. But none shall be burdened with more than he is able to bear. Neither shall a mother suffer because of her child, nor shall the father be made to suffer because he has begotten him. The same duty towards the suckling mother rests upon the heir as upon him, i.e. the father. And if both the parents decide by mutual consent and consultation to wean the child, there is no blame on them. If you decide to have other women suckle your children, there is no blame upon you, provided you hand over its compensation in a fair manner. Fear Allah and know well that Allah sees all that you do. Mothers may suckle their children for two whole years. This injunction applies to the condition where the couple have separated either because of divorce or kul or fasq, annulment or tafriq, repudiation as a result of judicial decision and the woman is nursing a child.
0: فَإِذَا بَلَغْنَ أَجَلَهُنَّ فَلَا عَلَيْكُمْ فِي مَا فَعَلْنَ فِي أَنفُسِهِنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَاللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ
1: خَبِيرٌ The wives of men who have died must observe a waiting period of four months and ten days. When they have reached the end of the waiting term, there is no blame upon you regarding what they may do with themselves in a fair manner. Allah is well aware of what you do. The wives of men who have died must observe a waiting period of four months and ten days. The waiting period owing to the death of the husband is obligatory, even for a woman with whom consummation of marriage has not yet taken place. A pregnant woman, however, is exempt from this. Her waiting period expires with childbirth, even if the time between the husband's death and the childbirth is less than the waiting period prescribed by law. To observe a waiting period does not mean merely that the woman concerned should refrain from marrying, but also from self-adornment.
0: وَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْكُمْ فيما عَرَّضْتُمْ بِهِ مِنْ خِطَبَةِ النِّسَاءِ أَوْ أَكْنَنْتُمْ فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ عَلِمَ اللَّهُ أَنَّكُمْ سَتَذْكُرُونَهُنَّ وَلَكِنْ لَا تُوَاعِدُوهُنَّ سِرًّا إِلَّا إلا أن تقولوا قولا معروفا ولا تعزموا عقدا نکاح حتى يبلغ الكتاب اجله واعلموا ان الله يعلم ما في انفسكم فاحذروا وَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ حَلِيمٌ
1: There is no blame upon you whether you hint at a marriage proposal to such women or keep the proposal hidden in your hearts. Allah knows that you will think of them in that connection. But do not make any secret engagement with them and speak openly in an honorable manner. Do not resolve on the marriage tie until the ordained term has come to its end. Know well that Allah knows even what is in your hearts. So have fear of Him and know well that Allah is all-forgiving, all-forbearing. There is no blame upon you if you divorce your wives before you have touched them or settled a bridal gift upon them. But even in this case, you should make some provision for them, the affluent according to his means, the straitened according to his means, a provision in fair manner. That is a duty upon the good doers.
0: وَأَنْ تَعْفُوا أَقْرَبُ وَلَا الْفَضْلَ بَيْنَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ
1: And if you divorce them before you touch them or settle a bridal gift upon them, then give them half of what you have settled unless either the women act leniently and forego their claim. Or he in whose hand is the marriage tie acts leniently and pays the full amount. If you act leniently, it is closer to God-fearing. And forget not to act gracefully with one another. For indeed, Allah sees all that you do. Be watchful over the prayers and over praying with the utmost excellence and stand before Allah as would utterly obedient servants and stand before Allah as would utterly obedient servants. The expression used here is As-Salatul-Wusta. The adjective Wusta, in addition to signifying the middle position of the subject that it qualifies, also signifies its excellence. Hence the expression could legitimately be interpreted both in the sense of the middle prayer as well as in the sense of the prayer which is performed at the right time and with full devotion and attention to God, a prayer which contains all the attributes of excellence. The commentators who favor middle prayer to be the meaning of the expression take it to mean the asr prayer.
0: فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ فَرِجَالًا أَوْ رُكْبَانًا فَإِذَا أَمِنتُمْ فَذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَمَا عَلَّمَكُمْ مَا لَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْلَمُونَ
1: And even if you face the state of fear, Still perform the prayer, whether on foot or riding, and when you are secure, remember Allah in the manner that He taught you, the manner that you did not know
0: earlier. (laughs) فَإِنْ خَرَجْنَا فَلَا جُنَاحَ عَلَيْكُمْ فيما فعلنا فِي مَا فِي مِن مَعْرُوفِ وَاللَّهُ عَزِيزٌ حَكِيمٌ Those of you who die leaving
1: behind your wives should make testament of one year's provision without expulsion in favor of your wives. And if they themselves depart, there shall be no blame upon you for what they may do with themselves in an honorable manner. Allah is Almighty, (laughs) All-Wise.
0: Likewise,
1: let there be a fair provision for the divorced women. This is an obligation on the God-fearing.
0: Thus
1: Allah makes His injunctions clear to you that you may understand.
0: ألم Messenger! من ديارهم وهم ألوف حذر الله, الله الناس
1: HAVE YOU THOUGHT OF THOSE WHO WENT FORTH FROM THEIR HOMES FOR FEAR OF DEATH, EVEN THOUGH THEY WERE IN THEIR THOUSANDS? ALLAH SAID TO THEM, DIE, THEN HE RESTORED THEM TO LIFE. INDEED, ALLAH IS bounteous TO MANKIND, BUT MOST PEOPLE DO NOT GIVE THANKS IN RETURN. ALLAH SAID TO THEM, DIE, THEN HE RESTORED THEM TO LIFE. THIS REFERS TO THE EXODUS OF THE ISRAELITES. See Surah Al-Ma'idah 5, verses 20, which narrates the details of this incident. So fight in the way of Allah, and know well that Allah is all-hearing, all-knowing.
0: Who of you will lend Allah a goodly loan, which He will return after multiplying it for
1: Who of you will lend Allah a goodly loan, which He will return after multiplying it for Him manifold? For Allah has the power both to decrease and increase, and to Him will you be returned, which He will return after multiplying it for Him manifold. Goodly loan signifies whatever one gives to another person selflessly and from absolutely pure motives. God describes whatever man spends in this manner as a loan made to none other than Him, and He undertakes to repay that loan and to repay it severalfold.
0: ألم تر إلى الملأ من بني إسرائيل من بعد موسى إذ قالوا لنبيهم إذ قالوا لنبيهم بعث لنا ملك نقاتل في سبيل الله؟ هل لَعَسَيْتُمْ إِن كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْقِتَالُ أَلَّا تُقَاتِلُوا قَالُوا وَمَا لَنَا أَلَّا نُقَاتِلَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ أُخْرِجْنَا مِنْ دِيَارِنَا وَأَبْنَائِنَا فَلَمَّا كُتِبَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقِتَالُ تَوَلَّوْا إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِنْهُمْ وَاللَّهُ bil O
1: Messenger, have you thought of what happened with the elders of the children of Israel after Moses? They asked one of their prophets, Set up for us a king so that we may fight in the way of Allah. He said, Would you possibly refrain from fighting if fighting is ordained for you? They said, And why would we not fight in the way of Allah when we have been torn from our homes and our children? But when fighting was ordained for them, they turned back, except a few of them. Allah is well aware of the wrongdoers.
0: وقال لهم نبيهم إن الله قد بعث لكم طالو تملك قالوا أننا يكون له الملك علينا ونحن أحق بالملك منه ولم يأت سعة من المال قَالَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَيْكُمْ وَزَادَهُ بَسْطَةً فِي الْعِلْمِ
1: And their Prophet said to them, Indeed Allah has sent forth Saul Talut, as your king, They said, By what right shall he rule over us when we are more worthy than he to dominion? For he is not very wealthy. He said, Allah has chosen him over you and has endowed him abundantly with both intellectual and physical capacities. Allah indeed has the power to bestow dominion upon whomsoever he wills. Allah is
0: all-resourceful,
1: all-knowing. And their prophet said to them, The sign of his dominion is that in his reign, the ark, wherein is inner peace for you, will be brought back to you, and the sacred relics left behind by the house of Moses, peace be upon him, and the house of Aaron, peace be upon him, born by angels, Truly in that is a sign for you, if indeed you are people of faith.
0: فَلَمَّا جَاوزَهُ هُوَ وَالَّذينَ آمَنوا مَعَهُ قَالُوا of the question of من فئة قليلة غلبت فئة كثيرة بإذن الله والله مع الصابرين.
1: When Saul, Dalud, set out with his forces, he said, Allah will try you with a river, and whoever drinks of it does not belong to me. He who refrains from tasting it, unless it be just a palmful, he indeed belongs to me. Then all, except a few of them, drank their fill at the river. But as soon as Saul, Talut, and the believers with him went forth across the river, they said, Today we have no strength to face Goliath, Jalut, and his forces. But those who believed that they were bound to meet their Lord said, How often has a small party prevailed against a large party by the leave of Allah? Allah is with those who remain steadfast. Today we have no strength to face Goliath, Jalut, and his forces. These were presumably the people who had shown their impatience on the bank of the river.
0: ما And when
1: they went forth against Goliath Jalut and his forces they prayed our Lord, shower us with patience and set our feet firm and grant us victory over this unbelieving
0: people. ولولا دَفْعُ اللَّهِ النَّاسَ بَعْضَهُمْ بِبَعْضٍ لَفَسَدَتِ الْأَرْضُ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ
1: Thereupon by Allah's leave, they put the unbelievers to flight, and David killed Goliath. And Allah granted him dominion and wisdom, and imparted to him the knowledge of whatever he willed. And were it not that Allah repelled some people with another, the earth would surely be overlaid with mischief. But Allah is bounteous to the people of the world, and thus extirpates
0: mischief. <laughs>
1: These are the signs of Allah, which we recite to you in truth. For indeed, you are one of those entrusted with the message. <laughs>
0: وَآتَيْنَا عيسى بَنَ مَرْيَمَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ مَقْتَتَلَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتُ وَلَكِنِ اخْتَلَفُوا فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ آمَنَ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ كَفَرْ وَلَوْ شَاءَ اللَّهُمَ
1: And these messengers who have been designated to guide people, we have exalted some of them above the others. Among them are such as were spoken to by Allah Himself, and some He exalted in other respects. And we granted Jesus, Son of Mary, peace be upon him, clear signs, and supported him with the spirit of holiness. Had he willed, those who had seen these clear signs would not have fought one another thereafter. But it was not the will of Allah to prevent people from disagreement by compulsion. Hence, they differed among themselves, whereby some attained faith and others denied the truth. Yet, had Allah so willed, they would not have fought one another. Allah does whatever He wills.
0: Ya ayyuhal amanu anfiqoo mimma razaqnaakum min qabli an yateya yawmul la bay'un feehi wala khullatu وَالْكَافِرُونَ O
1: oh, you who believe, spend out of what we have provided you before there comes a day when there will be no buying and selling. Nor will friendship and intercession be of any avail. Indeed, those who disbelieve are the wrongdoers.
0: اللَّهُ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْحَيُّ الْقَيُّومُ لَا تَأْخُذُهُ سِنَةٌ وَلَا نَوْمٌ لَّهُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ مَن ذَا الَّذِي يَشْفَعُ عِندَهُ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ
1: The ever-living, the self-subsisting, by whom all subsist, there is no God but He. Neither slumber seizes Him, nor sleep. To Him belongs all that is in the heavens, and all that is in the earth. Who is there who might intercede with Him, save with His leave? He knows what lies before them. And what is hidden from them, whereas they cannot attain to anything of his knowledge, save what he wills them to attain, his dominion overspreads the heavens and the earth, and their upholding wearies him not, he is all high, all glorious, his dominion overspreads the heavens and the earth. The Arabic term kursi signifies sovereignty, dominion and authority. This verse is generally known as the verse of the throne, and it provides in one piece a knowledge of God without any parallel. No wonder it has been characterized in the hadith as the most excellent verse of the Quran. <laughs>
0: فَمَن يَكْفُرْ بِالطَّاغُوتِ وَيُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ فَقَدِ اسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْعُرْوَةِ لها وَاللَّهُ سَمِيعٌ عَلِيمٌ
1: There is no compulsion in religion. The right way stands clearly distinguished from the wrong. Hence, he who rejects the evil ones and believes in Allah, has indeed taken hold of the firm, unbreakable handle. And Allah, whom He has held for support, is all-hearing, all-knowing. There is no compulsion in religion. The verse means that the Islamic system, embracing belief, morals, and practical conduct, cannot be enforced by compulsion. These are not things to which people can be yoked forcibly. Hence, he who rejects the evil ones. Literally, Tarut, Plural, tawagit means anyone who exceeds his legitimate limits. In the Quranic terminology, however, it refers to the creature who exceeds the limits of his creatureliness and arrogates to himself Godhead and Lordship. <speaking in Hebrew>
0: وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَوْلِيَاءُهُمُ الطَّاغُوتُ يُخْرِجُونَهُمْ مِّنَ النُورِ إِلَى الظُّلُمَاتِ أُولَٰئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ
1: Allah is the guardian of those who believe. He brings them out of every darkness into light. And those who disbelieve, their guardians are the evil ones. They bring them out of light into all kinds of darkness. These are destined for the fire, and there shall they abide. And those who disbelieve, their guardians are the evil ones. Here, Darut has a plural connotation. This implies that by turning away from God, a man is subjected not to the tyranny of one, but to the tyranny of many tabaghit, evil ones.
0: ان اتاه الله الملك اذ قال ابراهيم ربي الذي يحيي ويميت قال انا احيي واميت قال ابراهيم فان الله ياتي بالشمس من المشرق فات بها من المغرب فبهت الذي كفر Allah
1: Did you not consider the case of the person who remonstrated with Abraham, peace be upon him. About who was Abraham's Lord, just because Allah had granted him dominion? When Abraham, peace be upon him, said, “My Lord is he who grants life and causes death, he replied. I grant life and I cause death. Abraham said, But surely Allah causes the sun to rise from the east. Now you cause it to rise from the west. Thereupon, the denier of the truth was confounded. Allah does not direct the wrongdoers to the right way. Did you not consider the case of the person who remonstrated with Abraham? Here the reference is to Nimrod. The ruler of the land of Abraham's (peace be upon him) birth,
0: Iraq. passed by and on He said, قال لبست يوما أو بعض يوم a بل لبست a عام days. إلى طعامك وشرابك لم have been إلى حمارك hundred years. وَانْظُرْ إِلَى الْعِظَامِ كَيْفَ نُنْشِزُهَا ثُمَّ نَكْسُوهَا لَحْمًا فَلَمَّا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ قَالَ أَعْلَمُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ
1: Or consider him by way of example, who passed by a town that was fallen down upon its turrets. He exclaimed, How will Allah restore life to this town that is now dead? Allah then caused him to remain dead for a hundred years and then raised him to life and asked him, How long did you remain in this state? He replied, I remained so for a day or a part of a day. Allah rejoined, No. You have rather stayed thus for a hundred years, but look at your food and your drink. There is no deterioration in them. And look at your ass, how its entire skeleton has rotted. And we did all this so that we might make you a token of instruction for people. And see how we will put the bones of the ass together and will clothe them with flesh. Thus, when the reality became clear to him, he said, I know that Allah has power over
0: everything. قَالَ فَخُذْ أَرْبَعَةً مِنَ الطَّيْرِ فَصُرْهُنَّ إِلَيْكَ ثُمَّ اجْعَلْ عَلَى كُلِّ جَبَلٍ مِنْهُنَّ جُزْءًا ثُمَّ ادْعُهُنَّ يَأْتِينَكَ سَعْيًا وَاعْلَمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ عَزِيزٌ حَكِيمٌ And
1: recall, when Abraham, peace be upon him, said, My Lord, show me how you give life to the dead. Allah said, Why, do you have no faith? Abraham replied, Yes, but in order that my heart be at rest. He said, Then take four birds and tame them to yourself. Then put a part of them on every hill and summon them. They will come to you flying, knowing well that Allah is almighty, all-wise. Yes, but in order that my heart be at rest. That is the rest and inner peace that one attains as a result of direct personal observation.
0: The example of those who spend their
1: wealth in the way of Allah is like that of a grain of corn that sprouts seven ears, and in every ear there are a hundred grains. Thus, Allah multiplies the action of whomsoever He wills. Allah is munificent, all-knowing.
0: الذين يُنفِقون أموالهم في سبيل الله ثم لا يُتبعون ما أنفقوه وَلَا أَذَلَّهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِندَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ
1: those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah and do not follow up their spending by stressing their benevolence and causing hurt will find their reward secure with their Lord. They have no cause for fear and grief. <laughs> To speak a kind word and to forgive people's faults is better than charity followed by hurt. Allah is
0: all-sufficient,
1: all-forbearing.
0: فَمَثَلُهُ <laughs> Believers
1: do not nullify your acts of charity by stressing your benevolence and causing hurt as does he who spends his wealth only to be seen by people and does not believe in Allah and the last day. The example of his spending is that of a rock with a thin coating of earth upon it. When a heavy rain smites it, the earth is washed away, leaving the rock bare. Such people derive no gain from their acts of charity. Allah does not set the deniers of the truth on the right way. Allah does not set the deniers of the truth on the right way. Here the term kafir is used in the sense of the ungrateful person who refuses to acknowledge the benevolence of his benefactor.
0: وَمَثَلُ الَّذِينَ أَمْوَالَهُمُ اللَّهِ MIN
1: THE EXAMPLE OF THOSE WHO SPEND THEIR WEALTH SINGLE MINDEDLY TO PLEASE ALLAH IS THAT OF A GARDEN ON A HIGH GROUND if a heavy rain smites it, it brings forth its fruits twofold. And if there is no heavy rain, even a light shower suffices it. Allah sees all that you do.
0: أَيَوَدُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَن لَهُ جَنَّةٌ مِّن نَخِيلٍ وَأَعْنَابٍ تَجْرِي مِن تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارُ لَهُمْ فِيهَا مِنْ كُلِّ الثَّمَرَاتِ وَأَصَابَهُ الْكِبَرُ وَلَهُ ذُرِّيَّةٌ ضِعْفَاءُ وَلَهُ ذُرِّيَّةٌ ضِعْفَاءُ فَأَصَابَهَا إِعْصَارٌ فِيهِ نَارٌ فَاحْتَرَقَتْ Would any
1: of you desire that he should have a garden of palms and vines with rivers flowing beneath it, a garden in which he has every manner of fruit, and that it should be then struck by a fiery whirlwind and be utterly burnt down at a time when old age has overtaken him and his offspring? are still too small to look after their affairs. Thus does Allah make His teachings clear to you that you may reflect, and His offspring are still too small to look after their affairs. It is obvious that a man does not like to see that the earnings of his lifetime are destroyed when he is stricken with age and needs them badly and is no longer in a position to earn them. How is it then that he can contemplate stepping into the realm of the hereafter and finding suddenly that he is empty-handed, that he has sown nothing whose fruit he can harvest? <laughs>
0: طيبات ما كسبتم ومن ما اخرجنا لكم من الارض ولا تيمموا الخبيث منه تنفقون ولست باخذه الا ان تومضوا في Allah Believers,
1: spend in the way of Allah, out of the good things you have earned and out of what we have produced for you from the earth, and choose not for your spending the bad things such as you yourselves would not accept, or accept only by overlooking its defects. Know well that Allah is all-munificent. Most praiseworthy.
0: Ashaytan yaidukum al-faqra wa ya'murukum bil-faqsha. Wallahu yaidukum magfiratan minhu wa fadla. Wallahu waasi'un alim.
1: Satan frightens you with poverty and bids you to commit indecency, whereas Allah promises you with His forgiveness and bounty. Allah is munificent, all-knowing.
0: وَمَنْ يُؤْتَى الْحِكْمَةَ فَقَدْ أُوْتِيَ خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا وَمَا يَذَّكَّرُ إِلَّا أُولُو الْأَلْبَابِ
1: He grants wisdom to those whom he wills. And whoever is granted wisdom has indeed been granted much good. Yet none except people of understanding take heed.
0: وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ نَفَقَةٍ أَوْ نَذَرْتُمْ مِنْ نَذْرٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُهُ وَمَا لِلظَالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنْصَارِ
1: Allah knows whatever you spend or whatever you vow to spend. The wrongdoers have none to succor them. Allah knows whatever you spend or whatever you vow to spend. Vow means either a man's pledge to spend something or to perform some act of goodness which is not obligatory upon him provided that a particular wish of his is fulfilled. It is essential, however, that this vow should relate to some wish which is in itself permissible and good and that the person concerned makes it to no one but God and for the sake of God. It is then that such a vow will be reckoned as an act of obedience to God, and its fulfillment will be worthy of reward. Otherwise, such a vow will be seen as an act of disobedience and sin, and its fulfillment will invite punishment from God. وَإِنْ
0: تُخْفُوهَا وَتُؤْتُوهَا الْفُقَرَاءَ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَيُكَفِّرُ عَنْكُمْ مِنْ سَيِّئَاتِكُمْ وَاللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ خَبِيرٌ
1: If you dispense your charity publicly, it is well. But if you conceal it and pay it to the needy in secret, it will be even better for you. This will atone for several of your misdeeds. Allah is well aware of all that you do.
0: وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَلِأَنفُسِكُمْ وَمَا تُنْفِقُونَ إِلَّا وَجْهِ اللَّهِ وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا من خَيْرٍ يُوَفَّ إِلَيْكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تُظْلَمُونَ
1: You are not responsible for setting these people on the right way. Allah sets on the right way whomsoever He wills. Whatever wealth you spend in charity is to your own benefit, for you spend merely to please Allah. So whatever you spend in charity will be repaid to you in full, and you shall not be wronged.
0: لِلْفُقَرَاءِ الَّذِينَ أُحْصِرُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ لَا لا يستطيعون ضربا في الأرض يحسبهم الجاهل أغنياء من التعسف تعرفهم بسمائهم تعرفهم بسمائهم لا يسألون الناس الحافة وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ Those
1: needy ones who are wholly wrapped up in the cause of Allah and who are hindered from moving about the earth in search of their livelihood especially deserve help. He who is unaware of their circumstances supposes them to be wealthy because of their dignified bearing. But you will know them by their countenance Although they do not go about begging of people with importunity Whatever wealth you spend on helping them Allah will know of it
0: Those who spend their wealth by night
1: and by day Secretly and publicly will find that their reward is secure with their Lord and that there is no reason for them to entertain any fear or grief. <laughs>
0: وَمَنْ عاد أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ
1: As for those who devour interest, they behave as the one whom Satan has confounded with his touch. Seized in this state, they say, buying and selling is but a kind of interest even though Allah has made buying and selling lawful and interest unlawful. Hence, he who receives this admonition from his Lord and then gives up dealing in interest may keep his previous gains, and it will be for Allah to judge him. As for those who revert to it, they are the people of the fire, and in it shall they abide. They behave as the one whom Satan has confounded with his touch. The Arabs use the word majnun, possessed by the jinn, to characterize the insane. The Quran uses the same expression about those who charge interest. Buying and selling is but a kind of interest. The unsoundness of this view lies in not differentiating between the profit one gains on investment in commercial enterprises on the one hand and interest on the other. As a result of this confusion, the proponents of this view argue that if profit on money invested in a business enterprise is permissible, why should the profit accruing on loaned money, that is interest, be deemed unlawful? And it will be for Allah to judge him. What is said here is not that man will be pardoned by God for the interest charged in the past, but that it is for God to judge him. The expression, may keep his previous gain, does not signify absolute pardon from God for the interest one has realized. Rather, it points to the legal concession that has been made. It only means that no legal claim will be made against a person for the interest he had charged in the past.
0: Allah
1: deprives interest of all blessing, whereas He blesses charity with growth. Allah loves none who is ungrateful and persists in
0: sin. لهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم
1: Truly, the reward of those who believe and do righteous deeds and establish prayer and pay zakah is with their Lord. They have no reason to entertain any fear or grief.
0: يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَذَرُوا مَا بَقِيَ مِنَ الْرِبَاءِ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ
1: Believers, have fear of Allah and give up all outstanding interest if you do truly believe.
0: فَإِنْ لَمْ تَفْعَلُوا فَأَذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَإِنْ تُبْتُمْ فَلَكُمْ رُؤُوسُ أَمْوَالِكُمْ لَا تَظْلِمُونَ وَلَا تُظْلَمُونَ
1: But if you fail to do so, then be warned of war from Allah and His Messenger. If you repent even now, you have the right of the return of your capital. Neither will you do wrong, nor will you be wronged. Then be warned of war from Allah and His Messenger. This verse was revealed after the conquest of Mecca and has been placed here because of its contextual relevance. Although interest was considered objectionable even before, it had not been legally prohibited. After the revelation of this verse, interest-bearing transactions became a punishable offense within the realm of Islam. On the basis of the last words of the verse, Ibn Abbas, Hasan al-Basri, Ibn Sirin, and Rabbi Ibn Anas are of the view that pressure should be brought against anyone who charges interest within the boundaries of the Islamic State, al-Islam, Darul to repudiate the transaction and recant, and if he persists, he should be put to death. Others consider it sufficient to imprison such people and keep them in prison until they pledge to give up charging interest.
0: وَإِن كَانَ ذُو عُسْرَةٍ فَنَظِرَةٌ إِلَىٰ مَيْسَرَةٌ وَأَن تَصَدَّقُوا خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِن كُنتُم تَعْلَمُونَ
1: But if the debtor is in straitened circumstance, let him have respite until the time of ease. And whatever you remit by way of charity is better for you, if only you know and whatever you remit by way of charity is better for you, if only you know. This verse is the basis of the Islamic regulation that if a person is incapable of paying off his debt, the court will force the creditors to grant him respite from payment. In fact, under certain circumstances, the court is entitled to remit a part of his debt and in some cases the whole of it. Muslim jurists have made it clear that a debtor's residential house, eating utensils, clothes, and the tools which he uses for earning his livelihood may not be confiscated in any circumstance whatsoever for non-payment of loans. And have fear of the day when you shall return to Allah, and every human being shall be fully repaid for whatever good or evil he has done, and none shall be wronged.
0: ولا تسأموا أن تكتبوه صغيرا أو كبيرا إلى أجله ذلك أقسط عند الله وأقوى للشهادة وأدنى ألا ترتابوا إلا أن تكون تجارة حاضرة تديرونها بينكم فليس عليكم جناح أن wa وأشهدوا إذا تبايعتم ولا يضر ولا شهيد وَإِن تَفْعَلُوا فَإِنَّهُ فُسُوقٌ بِكُمْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ وَيُعَلِّمُكُمُ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٌ
1: Believers, whenever you contract a debt from one another for a known term, commit it to writing. Let a scribe write it down between you justly, and the scribe may not refuse to write it down according to what Allah has taught him. So let him write, and let the debtor dictate, and let him fear Allah, his Lord, and curtail no part of it. If the debtor be feeble-minded, weak, or incapable of dictating, let his guardian dictate equitably, and call upon two of your men as witnesses. But if two men are not there, then let there be one man and two women as witnesses from among those acceptable to you, so that if one of the two women should fail to remember, the other might remind her. Let not the witnesses refuse when they are summoned to give evidence. Do not show slackness in writing down the transaction, whether small or large, along with the term of its payment." That is fairest in the sight of Allah. It is best for testimony and is more likely to exclude all doubts. If it be a matter of buying and selling on the spot, it is not blameworthy if you do not write it down, but do take witnesses when you settle commercial transactions with one another. And the scribe or the witnesses may be done no harm. It will be sinful if you do so. Beware of the wrath of Allah. He teaches you the right way and has full knowledge of everything. Whenever you contract a debt from one another for a known term, this is the basis of the rule that the time for the repayment of a loan should be fixed at the time when the loan is transacted.
0: وَإِن كُنتُمْ عَلَىٰ سَفَرٍ وَلَمْ تَجِدُوا كَاتِبًا فَرِهَانٌ فإن أمن بعضكم بعضاً فاليؤدِّ الذيء من أمانته واليتقى الله ربّه ولا تكتم الشهادة وَمَن يَكْتُمُهَا فَإِنَّهُ أَثَمُّ قَلْبَهُ وَاللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ عَلِيمٌ
1: And if you are on a journey and do not find a scribe to write the document, then resort to taking pledges in hand. But if any of you trusts another, let him who is trusted fulfill the trust and fear Allah, his Lord. And do not conceal what you have witnessed, for whoever conceals it, his heart is sinful. Allah has full knowledge of all that you do. Then resort to taking pledges in hand. It should also be noted that the purpose of taking a pledge is merely to assure the lender the return of his loan. He has no right at all to benefit from the pledged property. If, however, either cattle or beasts of burden have been pledged, they can be milked and used for transport in lieu of the fodder that one provides them during the period of
0: custody.
1: all that is in the heavens and the earth belongs to Allah. Whether you disclose whatever is in your hearts or conceal it, Allah will call you to account for it, and will then forgive whomsoever He wills, and will chastise whomsoever He wills. Allah has power over everything. <laughs>
0: كل آمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله لا نفرق بين أحد من الرسل وقالوا سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير The messenger
1: believes and so do the believers in the guidance sent down upon him from his Lord. Each of them believes in Allah and his angels and in his books and in his messengers. They say, we make no distinction between any of his messengers. We hear and obey. Our Lord, grant us your forgiveness. To you we are destined to return. Allah does not lay a responsibility on anyone beyond His capacity. In His favor shall be whatever good each one does, and against him whatever evil he does. Believers, pray thus to your Lord, Our Lord, take us not to task if we forget or commit mistakes. Our Lord, lay not on us a burden such as you laid on those gone before us. Our Lord, lay not on us burdens which we do not have the power to bear, and overlook our faults, and forgive us, and have mercy upon us. You are our guardian, so grant us victory against the unbelieving folk."